Hello, everybody, and welcome to this bonus show. Welcome to the bonus show. This one comes from a Facebook message, Dylan, where we're going to talk about somebody's issue in the disability space and to kind of get, you know, obviously mostly your voice on it or at least to start a conversation maybe with people at home around this topic. Hit me. It's pretty hard. Thank you, Naomi, for this message. She said, good evening, Angus and Dylan. I wanted to bring an issue I've recently encountered that I thought you maybe could put a voice to. I'm a special ed teacher. Uh, for the past 12 years, both in special schools and mainstream schools. We'll get to that in a bonus in the future. Um, unfortunately, Sorry. as a teacher... Specialised schools. Okay, cool. I'm reading what she said, I'm just, so thank I'm you very just much. I'm pulling up. That's what we refer to them as these days. Appreciate that. She's probably better. No, no. She might call them whatever she wants. That's fine. Fair I'm just saying that's the, what, what we go by. Unfortunately, as a teacher, we have the ugly side of the job when the DHHF become involved. Now, that is the Department of Families, Fairness and Housing. Um, now, this is obviously one person's opinion. I have a student who has been diagnosed with ASD, which is the Autism Spectrum Disorder. Disorder. I hate the day. Cut the day off or on the Autism Spectrum. Great. Same as PTS. It's not PTSD. It's just PTS. Great learnings. I'm once again reading, that? reading verbatim, please. This sounds like a name drop. Prince Harry, he pulled me up. He goes, no disorder, mate. There's nothing wrong with it. And I was like, hey, great point. So PTS, not PTSD. I said it to him in an interview. It was only when I just read it, it yeah. felt, did you, you could see it felt wrong in my mouth. It's true though. I just, yeah. you don't even need to say it. You know what it means. Yeah. So yeah, I, I personally, again, cut it off. Yep. Um, he has behavioral concerns. Um, now with what has come to light from his recent diagnosis, he's had some behavior that poses a risk to his mother and much younger sisters. When the DHF were involved and mum tried to leave with the three kids from their partner, they couldn't because the student then posed a risk to those people. Therefore, mum stayed with their father for a longer time than she wanted to out of their fear of being hurt by the student. The glaring problem is was brought to her attention was that um, families with disabilities yeah, a, a woman need that sort of support. But also a woman whose risk of family violence from a partner has to stay with that partner because they won't get funding otherwise. They had to do uh, $13,000 worth of support just to be placed into housing that was suitable, but it was two hours from the school, so he was doing four hours of commuting. Do Look, you see these stories often? Yep. First and foremost... Not an expert, right? Our opinions are great, Angus. Oh, please, we, my hands are in the air. Just me too. I'm, I'm not even talking anymore. No, 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 no. But like, so this is where a perfect example where if that family was able to get proper NDIS funding and there was actually proper shared accommodation where there are, you know, carers that live in with these people so that people with disability can live independently of their family but also get the care that they need. Is paramount. Is this not a perfect example of that? Yeah, of course. Like, this is like... This, this story is a, harrowing. For the mum to have to stay with a partner who is violent because she has no other or feels that she has no other support systems. Shocking. Also, the language in that meant well, but it also blamed the young person with autism a bit, which sure. I didn't love. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're... Oh, I read they're, it verbatim up to that point. They're a danger on... It's like, well, hang on, they're just, they're just being themselves. That's right. Yeah. They're not the danger. You've got to get the support around them so they're not. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I sympathise with that teacher, with the with the, obviously the mom and, and the family and everything like that. But if there was more shared housing accommodations and plans weren't getting cut, they could get the money that they need to get the support for their son and then they could move out and go anywhere and they could live near that shared accommodation space or whatever it is. This is why SDA housing and that is so important to be able to get up and things like that. But there's been a real, not as many um, as first guaranteed that have been built, but also they're getting built and then people who don't have planned money to pay for the carers to live in to be able to help them. So you can see how this is a flow on effect. Mate, you experienced this yourself in the house that you rented out. Like, Yeah, so I have no, a- Sorry, not exactly this, but a better version of. Yes, I have a house um, in Adelaide, which I built, and my tenant has um, some mental health issues, 
and he has full-time carers and my neighbours have called the police on him five times. But, but... And have got... demanded me to evict him. No, but I love that you gave him that house and he's got the care that he needs and it's, it's all good, you know Yeah, I mean? of course. Yeah, and like, you know, the truth of the story, he smashed a door, he's broken a blind. Yeah. All of that stuff can be repaired. This is the house that his family believes is the perfect choice for him to good. be in, so I was happy to accommodate him. And it's true, see, as long as you get the support that he needed... They can live as independently as they can. Yeah, I thought the message from Naomi, even though, you know, maybe on reflection as well, she would think that some of her words could have been chosen. No, not a so. I'd have said a bit. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't like I it. just never would have thought of... People aren't thinking about situations like that. I We've been doing this for... I've been Three years, we've been really good mates. We've been doing this podcast for over two. And I would never have thought about a situation yeah, that could have been affected like that. We live in a... Dis- and this is where people might think that... And I am, like, disability privilege in that I... I'm independent, I've got a podcast and all this stuff. But, like, there are... Your experience is like us hanging out a lot. There's a lot of this too. You yeah. Know what I mean? There's a lot of this that it's such a wide breadth, and that's why things like the NDIS and that are so important to get the supports because everybody is different and, and things like that. And we need to look after all people with disability, not just the ones that are good at playing tennis, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm serious about that. And that's why I'll try and use our platform as much as we can to shine a light on things like this. Uh, thank you very much, Nomi, in all seriousness for the message. Thank you for the message. Um, I mean that. Appreciate putting the spotlight on that situation. Good to open up our eyes. Good way to talk. Good, good new thing to talk about. Um, thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll be back in a couple of Mondays, of course, next Monday, we've got another guest on this enable. Bye.